Welcome back, everybody, to the Jedi Eternal. Thank you so much for being here for episode three. I am your co-host, Braxton Taylor, here with my good friend, Andrew Bolin. Andrew, how are you doing today, good sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I am so glad to be here. Yes. Um, the third installment. The I'm third. In, it's so awesome, man. We've <laughs> we've been doing so uh, doing a lot of work on this, and and it's been really paying off. You guys yeah. have been awesome. Um, got a lot of got a love these past couple weeks, and yes, we're just absolutely so excited to be here. So, without further ado, let us go ahead and let's get into our news for this week. So, very first on the list is kind of a dual thing we got going here. Um, and that is Mandalorian season two was confirmed to release on Disney Plus in October by Bob Iger. So, what are your thoughts on that, Andrew? I'm pretty excited that it's going to be that soon. You know, I oh, yeah. I kind of assumed we would get kind of like we did um, with the past season, where it was like what November something when it started, right? Uh, yes. At least Please. I think I can't. Re- I can't remember. I think so. I can't remember it felt like it was. It felt like it came really late. Um, yeah. Because well, yeah. Because the last episode we got took place in. What was the day before the last episode? Was the day before episode nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So which was December seventeenth, something like that. Or was it after episode nine? Right. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. One, yeah. Way, one way or the other. I don't. It was the week after. <laughs> I don't remember. So, anyways, it was at like you know right around Christmas time, and so. Um, if this if this starts like early October, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, and kind of surprising they can get it turned around that, that fast. Yeah, yeah that's so. a great point. Well, and here's something I was kind of worried about: is that like, well, yeah, that's good. I'd love to see more Mandalorian. It's one of my favorite, uh, you know, shows right now. It's amazing. But at the same time, I'm kind of worried that they're wanting to make money so much that they're going to turn around so fast and not have as good as episodes. You know, that's they had a lot of time to work on the previous uh, seasons, you say. True. That's that's a good point. Um, that's always kind of a scary thing. Yeah. You know, when something does... It was November 12th, by the way. Oh, the, 12th. Okay. So, but that is kind of always a scary thing whenever... An, a show does really well, and then they, you know, mm-hmm. they're like pushing to get the next season <laughs> right. out as quick as they can. Yeah, it is a little scary. I mean, well, and that's the thing, you know, it's going to happen because, especially with big companies like Disney, who's mm-hmm. had a lot of bad press recently, they're going to try to do the best they can getting something out that people want, plus, I mean, and making money, you know? Yeah, which of course, you know, they finished season one probably quite a bit before. True. It was actually released. So true. Yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, it hasn't been that long ago since they started filming season two. But. Yeah, I don't know the specific date on that. But anyway, so we're definitely excited. We just are a little hesitant. We're like, oh, it's kind of scary because, like, man, this is not even a year long turnaround, you right. know? And so you're kind of like, um, just let's just hope yeah. that they have longer than 30 minute episodes this time, <laughs> and yeah. it, it's just as quality as it was before. That's all I'm gonna say on that. So yeah, let's so, so. Our second half of that same thing, Bob Iger actually says um, uh, that Mandalorian spinoffs and legacy characters are definitely a possibility, quote unquote, as priority shifts TV. So this means, you know, characters like uh, that's within the Mandalorian, like Cara Dune, for instance, you know, it's very possible that she might get her own series. Yeah, that's kind of the popular choice right now. When oh, they, yeah. When thinking about that. Which her characters, uh, I like, I don't, her acting is a little eh for me, but her character is awesome, though. Like, she's like this ex-rebel uh, shock trooper. I think that has some, you know, that could be pretty cool, I think, for sure. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, they, there's a lot of story they could tell there. Uh, I think, of course, another popular choice that people are talking about would be a, a Baby Yoda show. <laughs> an uh, actual Baby Yoda an show. An actual Baby Yoda show, even yeah, though that's I'd, what we call The Mandalorian. I would but, definitely be that. Um, and I think there's room for maybe even like a Moff Gideon mm, yeah. show as well. I think those were maybe be some of the most popular choices out of the characters we have. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Moff Gideon would be a little niche, you know. I, I don't know how that would work. I mean, I could, def- I could definitely see a Cara Dune show. I could definitely see that. And obviously, I don't know how it would work, but I could definitely get into a baby Yoda show because that's well, why I, think, I watch it in general. I think it'd have to be like in the future or something. <laughs> well, think. true. Yeah. Like maybe like something happens to the Mandalorian that he has to break off from momentarily or something or he gets lost or something. That'd be kind yeah. of kind of cool. <laughs> I, I'd watch it. That's all I'm baby saying. Baby Yoda, go home. <laughs> go home. Okay, sorry. Anyway. So anyway, but with that, within that, Bob Iger says also about uh, legacy characters. So we're not exactly 100% sure what he means by that, but obviously it's very possible that he just means like Obi-Wan talking about the Obi-Wan series. Um, and, uh, in, uh, with, uh, legacy stories such as like, um, Rogue One and stuff like that with like with the Cassian and or series. Um, but, uh, what's interesting is that they're already talking about prequel series to both of those shows and they haven't even came out yet. Yeah. <laughs> so they're kind of milking it a little bit, but Hey, more Star Wars. We'll get into it. So, yeah, well, Bob Iger is basically saying, hey, you know, we've done some Star Wars movies and, you know, to uh, lots of success money wise. But, you know, there's been a lot of uh, doubt that they know what they're doing with with the movies as well. (laughs) So they're taking a bit of a hiatus. Sure. And they're and he's like, I'm going to focus on doing some TV stuff. You Mm -hmm. know, they've 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 got one hit. They've got another hit coming with Clone Wars. We already know oh, that's going to be good. Oh, yeah, that's always going to be um, good. And yeah. so he's going to keep doing this for a while and see where it goes. It make the the one thing about all this that I wonder about is he he you know he's came out again and said there's going to be a bit of a hiatus. Does that mean that our 2022 movie date is no longer? Yeah, like I, a for sure you, thing. Yeah, I see where you're getting at. I, that's I a mean, good question. That to me is still the hiatus. I mean, we're that's talking two years. Yeah, I two mean, years. But or is he now saying that even that's not going to be the case? Because it was going to be yeah. a Star Wars movie in December, Avatar movie in December, Star Wars movie in December, Avatar movie in December. <laughs> They're going to go back and forth between those <laughs> yeah. two franchises. Yeah, and so. I'm just curious if that's still that's what, what they're what they're gonna do, or if now that's all changed and they're like, we're just gonna stick with TV for even longer, mm-hmm. and then in the future when we feel like we got a really good movie idea established, then we'll do that. I we're, mean, honestly, it's a hard question to answer because we really don't know. Um, and obviously, it definitely depends on what Bob Iger's and all theirs. Uh, their definition of what hiatus even means. But at the same yeah. time, I, I definitely could see it being, oh, the movies did bad, shows did good, so we're going to hold off until we know that the movies will do good. Which And we also know that Bob Iger kind of just talks. <laughs> because, <laughs> He's a little bit of a talking head. Yeah, yeah, because he, it wasn't that long ago, he said, oh yeah, you know, we might do a Mandalorian movie. <laughs> and so, and now he's saying they're not going to do any movies for a while. Yeah, so. he just throws stuff out. He's, there, he's just throwing so. ideas out there sometimes. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Okay, we'll move on to the next story though. Yeah. The next story we got here is um, Star Wars Alphabet Squadron Shadowfall, which is a sequel to the first one, which was just Alphabet Squadron. Um, this is a novel, 
and it is coming out on June. Sorry, I have it here. It's coming out June 23rd, 2020. Um, and so they just released the cover art for this. And yeah, I think I saw it. It looks pretty. pretty yeah, it sick. looks pretty cool. I'm pretty sure that the character on the cover I'm not gonna be able to say <laughs> it's Chas Chasnachatic. That's, yeah, that's how I'm gonna say me. it. I don't know. Um, anyways, I think that this is gonna be a great novel. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Well, you know, I I'll be honest and show my colors here a little bit. As if you watch or listen to episode two, I have very much slacked um, on the books. Um, that's okay. <laughs> I, mean, I know some people are very avid books and some people don't read books at so, all. Yeah, so, some don't read it at all. That's um, fine. But with that being said, I, I really like the, the premise of Alphabet Squadron, how they're like this, you know, elite, you know, uh, starfighter force in the new Galactic Republic and stuff like that. And, um, and, uh, and I don't know, like I said, I, I, I really don't have a lot to say on it just cause I don't, I don't really like talking about things I don't know about. But with that being said, I like the premise. I've heard rave reviews about the first one, so I'm definitely would like to dive back in. Like I said, during this year, I really want to um, start reading. I'd like to get caught up on the Thrawn series, um, which I know there's quite a few books now in coming. And I love to like to get a hop on Alphabet Squadron as well, which I know like I said when we went to um, the that one of the panels for Del Rey, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and that was everybody was like, oh, you know, when they talk about Alphabet Squadron, people were just going nuts. So yeah, it was a pretty popular title this yeah. past year. So anyway, I, I'm looking forward to trying to read it and, here. And soon. you know, with Thrawn, you know, this next one's a prequel, so technically you could start with the new one that comes out. So true. That's, that's very very true. If you're wanting to get started on that, that is very true. Um, with uh. With this, I'm really, I am really excited about it. And another really neat aspect of this series is that they are operating under General Harrison Dola. Oh, really? Is, yeah. So that's okay. kind of kind of neat. You're yeah. seeing Hera in a, a different era than we're used to because this is, of course, takes place after <clears throat> um, the fall of the Empire. Sure. Yeah. So it's actually kind of in a similar era as the Mandalorian. Um, except a little earlier, I think Mandalorian's like six years. This is like, actually, it may not take place very long after. I'd have to look at my timeline. But um, anyways, I highly encourage everyone to read the first one if you haven't, and go ahead and pick up the second one in June when it comes out. Yeah, well, and before I go, I just think it's really cool that they're bringing in like Rebels characters. You yes. know, like they're they're, yeah. they're trying to tie in everything, and that's something that I really and like you know I'm trying to, you know hitting this random point, but. You know, I really want Star Wars to do that. They have so many mediums, like TV, cartoon, right. uh, movie, comic, book, da-da-da-da-da. And they're making these awesome characters, And but yet a lot of times they don't... They kind of stay in their lane, right? If they're a book character, they stay in the right, books. Right. If they're a movie character, stay in the movies, so on and so forth. Um, and uh, I don't know. I'm just glad to see that there's more characters from these different mediums kind of intersecting. And Absolutely. I want, I want to see them more of that, so that'd be cool. Yeah. So uh, our, our last news um, thing for the day, and it's not really news, but it is kind of at the same time. During this week, um, the RPF on Twitter, which is the Replica Prop Forum, uh, they revealed an amazing, amazing General Grievous cosplay <laughs> yes. from Wicked Armor. Yes. So I, I, I remember scrolling through it. And, uh, and but, like before I, like me and Andrew did everything talked about, it, I just remember like going through like, oh my gosh, that looks so 
good. And I think I shared it on, I know for a fact I shared it on Twitter. I'll have to try if make sure I did it on Facebook, but <laughs> it, it looked amazing. Yeah, guys, if you haven't seen this yet, you you got to check it out, especially if you're a prequel fan. Um, you you got to go see this. It's, it's pretty impressive. And like Braxton said, it is on... It is on our Twitter, so you can go there and see it if you want, um, and follow us on Twitter while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, we really need some help. Please, we need some help. <laughs> yeah, I think we have like what nine nine, yeah. <laughs> nine followers, like setting two of them us. <laughs> <laughs> so, we seven. have like four hundred and twenty some <laughs> likes on Facebook. <laughs> we have, we have essentially and shout out seven. to our Spain fans. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. So we, yeah, we was doing some of the demographic stuff on Facebook and, and on our download stuff for Podbean, uh, which is our audio host. And we noticed that like below, right below, I mean, and pretty close to our United States listeners, yeah. we have people from Spain and that's so cool. It's very cool. So we're very thank thankful. You, thank yes. you all for listening and, uh, and, and participating. So anyways, let's get on to our rumors. So, um, we have a couple rumors here. Um, and first of all, George Lucas, um, was reportedly uh, had secret cameos all throughout the recent Star Wars films. And although we see him in Episode 3 very prominently as an actual character, in the new movies, he's not necessarily a character, but he, according to Matthew Wood, who was a supervising sound editor at Skywalker Sound, uh, George Lucas had recorded over 2,000 sound bites, sound effects, screams, all those kind of things that was kind of splashed all throughout the movies. And uh, what's interesting, and this is, he, he uh, well, let me go ahead and tell you first, and then I can tell you why this is in the rumor mill. But uh, there was a scream, you know, uh, that, that replaced the, the famous Wilhelm scream that we all know and love. And it was called the George or the George scream. And Matthew Wood had just previously said that George Lucas had recorded over 2000 sounds. So it's very possible that this brand new scream that we're hearing is actually George Lucas himself. So Andrew, what do you, what do you think about that? I think that is wonderful. <laughs> I, I hope this is what he means by the George I hope it truly is George Lucas and not mm-hmm. just him just not just calling it the George. Right. Which it really sounds like it's definitely him. But, of course, we didn't – since we're not positive, we didn't want it to be in the news section. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, we want to apologize. <laughs> Our power went out, and so yeah, uh, we had – sorry for that. We're going to just go ahead and keep moving on. Yeah. Um, and I think it's recording still. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cross our fingers and hope. Oh, well, the power. Oh, the power just, just came, came back, back on. <laughs> so we will put it's our headphones back big, on and we big, will uh, mix continue. up the grief. Uh, so, yeah, right. we're just sitting here recording, talking about Star Wars, and everything just goes boom, and just shuts down. And then his, like, his, like, demon possessed Roomba, like, scares the crap out of me. <laughs> You and my dog. Uh, so anyway, so we just talked about and, um, we just talked about George Lucas reportedly his scream that he recorded reportedly we don't know it's a rumor um, coming uh, and replacing the Wilhelm scream. So let's go ahead and just move on. Uh, Drew, you can go ahead and talk about our second rumor. Yes. Yeah, so the second one is some exclusive Kenobi info. Oh yeah, the Disney Plus series. Of course, now even if this any of this is true, it may not be necessarily anymore since we know that they may be reworking the script for Kenobi. True. However, with that being said, here's some of the things that this person 
he says a source close to the writing process for the series or what it was going to be before the recent changes has disclosed some information to me regarding some interesting plot points. So we're just going to go over some of these. Uh, Charette Het would be re-canonized with some changes to his character. We're not going to go into all the stuff like about him. Stuff, yeah. um, but if you're interested, you can look him up. Um, Het would go into hiding as a Tuscan Raider after Order 66. That's the, pretty cool. I'm not yeah. <laughs> the main conflict would come with Het sensing Luke and figuring out who he is. He would seek to kill Luke out of fear that his presence would lure Vader and Palpatine to Tatooine. Makes sense. We find out that Kenobi has been carrying both his and Anakin's saber. As many have reported, internal conflict would resolve around Obi-Wan's PTSD and depression. Climax of final episode involves Kenobi defeating Het with both his and Anakin's lightsabers. Final scenes are Obi-Wan putting Anakin's saber in the box, not to be reopened until a new hope and Obi-Wan watching Luke from a distance. That would be that would be pretty cool. Not gonna lie. I mean, I would I would not mind that being what we we see now. The fact that it just got kind of spoiled for us, I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping it changes a little bit. Which I mean, looks very well because they said they're rewriting the script and stuff. So, yeah, I don't I don't think this is is the the story that they're telling. Yeah. Um, I think more more than anything it's probably just somebody just made it up and <laughs> well that's entirely possible too but i mean it sounds pretty good like i was kind of wondering like i'm i'm up for it i don't care what they make i want to see obi-wan again um but i was kind of thinking though like what what's the story gonna be like what's who's the antagonist what what's the what's the conflict and uh that wouldn't make a lot of sense and admittedly it would be pretty sick to see him holding his and anakin's lightsaber like trying I to fight i would love that <laughs> that would have been that would have been pretty yeah, sick that would be great but but like i said now especially even if that was the case they probably have scrapped that now yeah yeah i yeah. don't think this is a story we're seeing <clears throat> but it was, it's cool to kind of imagine what that would have been like for sure so. Yeah, it's a neat idea, and so why not just kind of talk about it in our rumors? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think we can go I ahead think, and move on. Yeah, to I think that's. Yeah. I think uh, we'll just move on to releases here. Um, there's only one release this coming week that'll be on Wednesday, and that is Kylo Ren issue three. Um, I have really enjoyed the Kylo Ren series so far. Have you enjoyed it, Braxton? Yeah, um, I've it's it's been really cool to see kind of the background of Kylo. I mean, we kind of already knew, you know, he's he's a youngling um, in the new Jedi Temple under Luke, and they're just going around trying to you know do stuff. I mean, that's kind of what it is. But it's just really cool to see it and to read about it, and then see it finally canonized. And there's some really cool stuff going on, some really interesting visuals, and um, this past. Uh, issue issue two was yeah. really cool. I mean, um, yes, it was. They had some really interesting stuff, and I really liked how it really showed the power of Luke, how powerful he's gotten. Yes, it, I mean, I don't know how in depth we want to go in that because you know people may may or may not have read it, but yeah, eh. we can save it for another time. Um, yeah, well, let's just put it this way: maybe one, maybe once that series is completely finished, yeah. we might. Um, come back and talk about it as a whole. Okay, yeah. Well, but it, let's just put it this way. It, it really, again, just shows, like, Luke is just OP. Like, he just goes off, and, and yeah. he, he it's just very impressive. whoops some tail. So, very cool. So, I, I, I'm really excited <clears throat> that they've released this series. I'm enjoying it. But I think it's like a year or two too late. Um, yeah, I think so, because too. Because yeah. a lot of people wanted these answers, mm -hmm. you know, 
couple of years ago. Like, who is Kyler and where did he come from? Yeah, where did he come from? I mean, and and so far, from what I've seen of it, why couldn't they have told this story earlier? Yeah, there's no real reason, you know what, what I'm saying? I mean... It wouldn't have hurt to have told this story um, years ago. Mm-hmm. But I think I think I know why they didn't tell the story years ago because they didn't know where they were going with the final story, so they could not so they possible. could not tell this story till now. I think that's honestly the biggest yeah. the biggest problem. Well, so I think had we gotten this story a couple of years ago, people would have been even more thrilled and excited about it. Mm-hmm. But since now that now that the the saga is over, mm-hmm. um, I don't think people are as into. Now, it, don't get me wrong; it's still issue one of this series is going into its third reprint. Oh, yeah. So, like, it is very popular. <laughs> yeah. But I think it would have been even more so had we gotten this um, in the in the peak of well, these questions. Yeah, because now the story is resolved. We know who everyone is and who yeah. everyone isn't. Um, mm-hmm. Hint, hint. And, uh, you know, and uh, we know about all these things. And so with all the mystery gone, it's kind of difficult to get excited. I mean, it's, I mean this thing... Everybody, Kylo Ren, especially in Episode Seven, Force Awakens, was just like this this mysterious character. You know, he was just he was so crazy. You know, yeah, we knew he could have been my related to Han and or, you know, the son of Han and Leia, but at the same time, it was just it was just he was so mysterious. And anyway, I just really liked the fact that they did make the comic. I just like I said, I just wish that we would have got that earlier so we could have seen some of his background. And it would have just made the reveal of who he truly is and, and maybe his transition into a much more important thing. You know what I'm saying? I think it would yeah. be a lot more a lot more relevant for sure. Yeah. I apologize if you heard my <laughs> My little rat dog licking. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on today? I'm like, we can't hour the podcast. That's so they're drinking water. It's like... <laughs> First the power outage, then the dog, then the Roomba. I can't catch a break today. Uh, the robot's name is D. Thank you very oh, I don't much. Care. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a great series. I highly recommend everybody go out and... And read that. It, it is full of good information. Yeah, there really is. Um, it's just seems like it's a little strange that we're just now getting it. Yeah. So let's, uh, you know, this past week we have had the privilege of receiving a new comic series as well. And we yes. we, we talked about its release last podcast. But there's so much going on in this comic series that we wanted to talk about it as our main topic. So today our main topic is about Darth Vader issue one yes so how about you give us some history on the uh the the comics and how they progress for Darth Vader so we got back in 2000 and I'm gonna say 15 I'm not sure if that was the exact year but somewhere around that yeah Uh, we got uh Darth Vader the comic series it took place um right after A New Hope just like the Star Wars line took place right after A New Hope both of those went on went along and progressed all the way up into the Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. So just like the new Star Wars series that they've restarted with issue one and two, um, and and it takes place now right after the Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. this Darth Vader series is doing the same. And of course, we also got Darth Vader, Lord of the Sith, in between these two right. Darth Vader series, which took place um, <coughs> right after Revenge of the Sith, episode three. Yeah. So yeah. this series is, is post-Empire, and... Um, wow. 
is all I can <laughs> say. <about. laughs> yeah. Well, so let's like first right off the bat, the cover art for this yeah. this, this issue or this issue is so amazing. It's very simple, but just like it's very ominous. The black background with white smoke, big red letters, Darth Vader, and then you have yeah. Darth Vader sitting there with his like his arm out re- outstretched, like as he's like to, like to kill you. <laughs> you know. So let's just go over like the story before yeah. we. There's there's a big moment. So spoilers, full spoilers ahead for. Um, Darth Vader issue one. We're going. Right. We're going to spoil it completely because we feel like this is a story worth talking about as soon as possible. Absolutely. If you yeah. have any problems with that, pause it. Go read it. Come back and listen. Right. Otherwise, um, just enjoy. Lay back. <laughs> back. Lay relax. back. Close your eyes. Get relax your and enjoy. <laughs> so, um, I if you want, I can go ahead and read the the scrolling the scrolling text. Sure. So, Dark Heart of the Sith. <laughs> Okay, that's a bit of an inside Wars joke. Yeah. But anyway, long story short, Andrew like hates the the Clone Wars narrator. I do, and, and I, I love it, so it. Much. Darth Vader, Phil. <laughs> I'm sorry, I came. To, okay, anyway, Darth Vader failed failed to turn Luke Skywalker to the dark side. Luke escaped, but now knows the truth. He is Darth Vader's son. For the first time in many years, Darth Vader's path is uncertain. So. Pretty, pretty, not ominous, but very mysterious. What's going to happen? You know, it's really, yeah. it's really cool. So then we see, like, one of the first things that we see is is that that moment again. Oh, cool, thanks. You, you, the, you got it pulled yeah. up right there. We get we see that moment with the basically the fight between Vader and Luke. Mm-hmm. They're having that fight, um, and Luke gets his hand cut off. You know all that stuff, but Darth Vader realizes in this moment or at least he he thinks that luke is weak yeah um because luke didn't accept his his offer to join him right and so vader's like my son is weak yeah so in in typical vader fashion he decides you know what i'm gonna go and find every person that tried to hide my son from me and made him weak well, what's really interesting is like, well, first of all, he, as they're fighting, is talking about how he's weak and how mm-hmm. how he um, how he you know he needs pain, he needs yeah. fear, he needs anguish, and, and within that, he will gain strength. Very Sith like yeah. stuff there. Right. But what's interesting though is as as we see in uh, let's see here, I'm trying to find it here. I think it, it is um, yeah, it is uh, page seven. So we see, like I said, that the final offer. Uh, you know, uh, Darth Vader outstretches his hand. You know, the Empress foreseen that you can destroy him and, and, and you know, join with me and we'll rule the galaxy together and stuff. And so when Luke actually kind of falls off that little spire or whatever down that shaft, he actually, he says, so strong. So he's like, in that moment, he's like, wow, okay, that was, that's pretty cool. <laughs> he's thinking like, that's actually pretty cool that he was actually strong enough to do that. But then he says, people made him weak he's strong but people made him weak so yeah it's pretty cool that now we're seeing him go off to all anybody that's been affiliated with luke and trying to destroy them because they made his son weak right so the very first place he goes is tatooine (laughs) yeah um so that's of course really cool to see him go go there interesting enough also when the emperor finds out he's going to tatooine the emperor just kind of laughs about it. Yeah, and I don't really know what that is supposed to um, mean, but it kind of makes me wonder if if he's if the emperor's got a little hand in in 
the outcomes of this, but we'll talk well, about that in a little bit. Yeah, later. and like just the, on page uh, on page ten here, and th- this is this kind of interaction. But the Grand Vizier uh, is contacting uh, I'm trying to remember, Admiral Pete, and he says, you know, the, uh, the Millennium Falcon has escaped. You know, the Emperor uh, has requested that the Lord Vader uh, immediately, you know, make contact. So he's trying to contact Vader, and he also wants to see his ship just drive off in the distance. He's like, yeah. uh. <laughs> and then he like goes in that uh, light speed, and then he's like, um. I'm afraid that Lord Vader is currently avail- unavailable. So yeah, so it shows the Emperor, and he's like, "Is he now?" <laughs> he's just like, like, like dying laughing. So yeah, I mean, it is interesting. Kind of alludes to the fact that he might, he knows a little something about this. Like he knows what's going on. Yeah, so it definitely seems to be hinting at that. <laughs> so well, and so, but you know, before he goes to Tatooine, though, as he's kind of equipping himself on the ship or whatever, what's really cool we get to see is that he doesn't just take anybody with him. He takes a squadron or small, like little, at least elite team of death troopers, and that yeah. is sick. <laughs> yes, so cool. I do love that. There's that he's got like a whole group of death troopers there. Yeah, which of course, unfortunately, we didn't see in Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. due to the fact that they weren't created yet. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that they didn't exist kind of hinders them being in the movie. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see the, the death troopers because they're such an incredible. Um, uh, you know, I mean, sci- you know, half cyborg type, you know, people that that are, you know, and they have their own little like language thing that going on. It's just so cool. So another kind of side thing for those of you who who care, he actually has a a, 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 a droid with him, um, and I, I can't remember what it's called like Zed six something or other. And basically, he's Z sixty seven. Okay, yeah. So um. Or Z67, I don't know. Yeah, he's probably going Z6 or something. It's a comic, we don't know how he's saying it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so he, he's he's bringing him along to help him find these people because, you know, he needs someone to, you know, calculate all these, uh, you know, coordinates and stuff like that. Um, but uh, but what's interesting, he plants like a bomb in his chest and says, like, if you if you ever tell what has happened here, I'll, I'll destroy yeah. and you. And what's interesting is at this moment, he, he, he pictures Luke falling down again from the down the shaft. But also, I believe it's it's in the same. Is it in the same part where? No, it's not in the same part, but I'm going to mention it anyways. Um, at one point, we see him fall. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, we see him fall, and it also then it switches, and it's his mother, and oh, then yeah. it switches again. It's, I think it's and later it's, on, and it's Padme, yeah. and I think that's a really cool moment. Yeah, that, I think um, let's go to the next page, but I think that's later on. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is let's just on. skip this stuff though, because this isn't really important. So well, and so as he gets to Tatooine, they see you know they being um, they being the uh, some pirates. I don't know, space pirates or whatever. Um, kind of like Hondo's crew or whatever. Um, it's not explicitly them, but anyway, they see him, so they're gonna try to come after him because they don't know it's Darth Vader. They just see four four people on the ship. So so he gets on he gets on the ground and he meets up uh, with uh, Lieutenant Ardo Banch, um, who is kind of over all of Tatooine's Empire operations at this point. And basically, he just starts questioning him, questioning him like, okay, you know, uh, show me where to go, show me to a terminal uh, that we can we can search stuff on and stuff uh, for local records and stuff so and, and what's really cool is that we see like <laughs> like they're all the empire but then we see like these like death troopers like bullying this admiral yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like getting him on stage like rah, 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 you know <laughs> he's like yeah, sorry he can't he can't understand what they're yeah, saying yeah i have no so. clue what he's saying but he's like okay i guess i'll just stay back yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then anyway so then they find the they you know he finds 
where he lived, which was ironically, of course, enough, um, uh, the home of Klieg Lars um, and 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 Shmi and all of them. Yeah. And, uh, and so, of so, course, it's all like burn up. It's got the, right. all the burn marks on it and stuff. Like and, what happened after episode episode uh, uh, four or yeah, uh, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, so it's pretty cool. Um, and then he gets getting flashbacks of uh, <laughs> he keeps getting flashbacks of his uh, his mom like Shmi talking to to him. <clears throat> also, we have to re- we have to mention the fact that when he's walking past the the home there, mm-hmm. um, it shows his shadow, and it's just like the old poster oh, yeah. where it yeah. showed little Anakin, and then in yeah. the background it showed the shadow of vader so you know this time it's vader and vader (laughs) it's just that's all there is it's it's a really cool kind of reference there but uh but But yeah during this he's having these flashbacks to to other times to different times yeah he's basically just going and flashing back like just as he's walking through it's just kind of showing him in his past life and uh and uh and then like all of a sudden now he's getting shown the uh Flashbacks of when him and Padme yeah. were were there. Yeah, he has flashbacks of his mother and Padme and just different things. And, and uh, talking <clears throat> about uh, the Tuscan Raiders and stuff like that. Um, so this is this on page um, nineteen. This is where we get to see, if I'm not mistaken, or twenty, I should say, is yeah. yeah, yeah. This is pretty cool shot. They 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 get to see like as it shows Luke falling down the shaft on Cloud City. Um, it shows his mom and then it shows Padme. And uh, it just shows him kind of just like looking down, like sorrowfully down that stuff. <laughs> right. So it, it's kind of cool. It's kind of like this analogy of like every every person he's ever loved or could have loved, he's lost or you know they're 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 falling. You yeah. Know? So it's, it's really it's kind of interesting. So then you go to the next page and we see um, that you know the droid. You know if you uh, remember the comic uh, and forgive me for not remembering, but Triple uh, Zero. Which one is he from? Is that Lords of the Sith? He, no, he's from the first Darth Vader series. Okay, first one. Okay. So anyway, if you guys don't know who that is, Triple Zero is like the anti C three PO. He's a he's the uh, the protocol droid. Yeah, he's but great. he's like all black and he has like red eyes and he's just like programmed to like torture. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So anyway, but this droid reminds me kind of a lot like him. He's like really small and he doesn't look in, you know dangerous at all. But the whole time he's like helping Vader's like, oh, hopefully we can find somebody to kill today. Or, you know? mm-hmm. And uh, and he's like, unfortunately, everybody here uh, is dead. Uh, there's nobody left for you to punish. And so uh, they find two graves. He's like, well, unfortunately, you know, you could have desecrated these graves, <laughs> but. <laughs> looks like there's no bodies in them which of course the graves uh are are Kleegs and his mother's so he gets like super mad and um and he uses the force to like uncover them and then like when he finally realizes who it is like he just goes like, and like you know creates this huge crater around him uh and it's 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 pretty cool actually i thought the grave was owen and baru uh, let me go back i can check real quick uh I don't know. It may not say. It may I not think I just assumed that's who it was. Yeah, I guess I just assumed it was Shmi's. I could have swore it was, but it, it may not it be. It doesn't really matter. It don't matter. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so then here's what's pretty cool. So this is where the action really starts getting in. So as we get to, uh, to page uh, 23, so all of a sudden he's kind of snapped out of these flashbacks by seeing a Imperial transport like, coming towards him. And, uh, and uh, it's that Admiral... Um, 
can't remember his name is now off the top of my head. But anyways, the admiral um, that that when he landed, he started talking to, and he starts coming up on this uh, transport, and he's like, uh, you know, Lord Vader, Lord Vader, you know, we picked up some some uh, odd transmissions we want to tell you about. And as they're driving, all of a sudden, you know, like, and like it just just blows up this transport out of nowhere. And, uh, and and the droid's like, you know, oh, Lord Vader, perhaps we should walk away, run away, you know, da da da. And he's like, wait, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, oh, I see, yeah. oh. You're here to punish. <laughs> and he's just like casually walking yeah. through the explosion. Yeah, and yeah. Darth Vader's like literally on fire, just walking slowly through the fire. And uh, those um those those uh, space pirates, they like uh they're like you know laughing and like going around shooting and stuff like that. And um and they're like, oh, the, we got him all. He's dead. And all of a sudden, he's like, wait, hang on. You missed him. And he's like, that's impossible. And we just see this epic shot of Vader with his lightsaber ignited. He's literally, like, from head to toe, on fire, just walking in. He doesn't, and he doesn't even care. Yeah. He's just on fire. And uh, and uh, he uses the Force to grab one of the engines of the of the ship and just crushes the ship's engine, blowing up the, the rear end of the ship. And it comes flying down towards the surface, just like crashing it. And as it's coming by him, he's like slicing it open with his his saber, which is just, you just got to take a second and just just admire that. Like that's that's <laughs> such a that's such an epic moment. Yeah. Like Darth Vader, like just casually, completely on fire, walks out of an explosion, grips with the force the uh, the engine of this of this uh, ship crushes it blows it up and as it's flying by him he just takes a saber and, whoo, and cuts right through it that was it's good stuff so good so good so anyway they fight in a full course you know he's blocking everything killing everybody and uh <laughs> the death troopers are like oh what's going on <laughs> they're like running over the hill trying to find him and then when they finally catch up to him Darth Vader's already just like obliterated everybody walking past the rebel and um so, uh, so we can get through this last part kind of quick because there is a big thing here. Um, so they finally go and they realize that once they got from Tatooine, they need to go back to Coruscant. And, um, <clears throat> cause he, you know, Darth Vader says, you know, we've just begun the investigation. So one place, and I'll let you talk about this, you know, I don't want to hog up the entire time here, but, um, he says, you know, there's a certain apartment that had been sealed for a long time that he wants to explore. Yeah. So he goes to, he goes to Padme's apartment. Which of course is sealed and has like a her face and stuff on it, kind yeah. of like a memorial. And um, so he he goes in there to look for evidence um, that would reveal who helped who helped hide Luke. And anyways, the droid spots a tiny scout transmitter stuck to the wall. So they follow the signal back to its owner on the planet uh, Vendaxa. At least that's what I'm going to call it. I don't know. Sometimes uh, I'm bad. Yeah, it is Vendaxa. I'm going to say Vendaxa. So they, they go there and the first thing you see is a Gungan. Yeah. Okay. You see a Gungan here on Vendaxa. Um, and they're fighting these creatures. And so they have this fight and then Darth Vader shows up, of course, wipes out all the creatures. And then the big moment, the the reason that we're, that we decided to have this as our main topic today. Vader, Turns around with a gun pointed with, to him. Yeah, and there is Padme standing there. <laughs> oh my gosh! An older Padme, but it's still. I mean, it's clearly Padme. It's, she has that same kind of clothing she yeah. always wore. She's wearing the same. Yeah, same kind of stuff. It's something maybe you'd even see Leia wear. Yeah. Um. And oh, and man. and she's got a little gray in her hair. But there is Padme. Padme standing now, right there, dude. What now, are the repercussions just, of there, this? There's, dude? there's a lot we can discuss here, but first and first of all, 
Braxton, uh, give me give me one theory on what you think this is. Uh, I have I have, I have at least many. I have at least three or four. Yeah, I have that many. I, that I want to that I want to mention. But you go ahead and give okay. your first one. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what's plausible, but you know, first of all, I mean, just with things we've seen, could it be a clone of Padme? Right? Like they cloned her. Why they do that? I don't okay. know. I don't think so. Um, second of all, you know, uh, whoa, 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 hold on. So, so your first, your first theory is clone. Well, that's the first thing I thought. No, okay. that's not my first theory. My actual first theory mm-hmm. was, um, that obviously during childbirth that Yoda, first of all, two of the most powerful Jedi were with her at the same time. And with the recent movies, we've been seeing a lot of force healing, which I don't think that was just something new. I think that's something we've always had, but we just didn't see it in some of the older movies. So I think it's very possible that Yoda and oh okay yeah so Yoda and and Obi Wan bound together in the Force and meditated and used their Force essence to help heal her. Wow! So you think you think she is alive? You think she is alive and well? I that, would. I love that. I would I like that. that to be true. I don't know. I. I think. I think she's dead. Okay. I don't think it's her. Yeah. I think now, if if it is her. If she's alive, I'll be extremely happy. I think that's great because it kind of, I mean, everyone's always kind of hated the whole, she died of a broken heart thing. (laughs) You know, I mean, most people have kind of thought that was kind of dumb. Um, So if, if it's really her and they've found a way to, to retcon that and everything, I actually would be 100% behind it. However, I don't know that I, that that's really the case. Yeah. My, one of my first theories is that it's one of her handmaidens. Ooh, yeah. Because that yeah. they 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 would pretend to be her all the time anyways yeah. throughout her Padme's life. And so I could see this being one of her handmaidens. Uh, yeah. Why they would be trying to, to, to still be Padme, I don't know. But my opinion on that, and that's a good point, and I, I didn't think about that, but as soon as you said that, it makes sense. But obviously, <clears throat> she was a symbol of hope. Yeah. For a lot of people. And d- even during the, the time of the Clone Wars when everything was going well in the sense that, you know, yeah, there's a war, but you know, the Republic was strong. So she was still like the face of the Republic. And anytime we see her in Clone Wars, she's always like advocating for hope and stuff. So maybe with the Empire taking over now, the Republic has fallen. Maybe people needed hope. They needed that image. And therefore, one of the handmaidens stepped up to become Padme. Now, another thing I just thought about we saw in the first couple panes of this issue that um, it was almost as if the emperor expected this. Exactly. So what if he's using some kind of, it's like a test to mind trick well, him to think and, that. Yeah. And that was made. another one of my theories is maybe this is just all a force trick of yeah, some kind very well that, be. that the emperor has set up and it's a test mm-hmm. and he's just, testing vader to see how he reacts what he does yeah i think that's another highly plausible thing we also a lot of in this just this one comic we see vader seeing a lot of things that weren't really there like flashbacks like he's looking at he's having a lot of flashbacks and things so maybe again maybe this is just something that the force has brought up or you know Mm -hmm. and he's cut for example kind of like um well this is a spoiler for episode nine but most of you should have already seen it, but I'm just giving you a heads up if you want to skip ahead a little bit. But um, kind of like Kylo Ren 
and Han. You know, Kylo Ren turns around and right, sees Han. Yeah, and again, that's something that wasn't really there, but he's still... But, so here's <clears> the thing. And this is very hotly debated, but in episode 9, why did, Le- or, uh, why did uh, uh, Leia die? Well, my opinion is that because she used all the force power that she could to summon the spirit of Han. Because my opinion, my opinion, and I said a lot of people don't agree with this, but I think that was actually Han that was speaking to him. It wasn't just a memory. That was just me, right? Like she, so so you can take it two ways, right? It was a memory. So this Padme thing is just a memory, just mm-hmm. made manifest through their will of wanting to see them or something, right? Yeah. Or uh, another theory is that, like I said, somebody is using the force to manipulate the spirits uh, or, or at least create some kind of physical visage of that person. Mm-hmm. So uh, Leia bringing Han in and in this, in this case, which would kind of support the other theory is that Palpatine is using the force to summon uh, some kind of visage of, of Padme. Yeah. And the only thing that kind of deters me away from, from those, from like the the ghosts and force visions yeah. and all that stuff is the fact that she's visibly older in this, right? And so I feel like if it was just like a a force thing, she'd probably look the same as as she did when he last saw her. Sure, yeah, and I agree. she's visibly older. She has gray in her hair. That makes me feel like this this is a real person. Yeah. And it's either a real person or, again, if it's one of Palpatine's manipulations, right. he's obviously going to make her look older. He's going to make her look older, yeah. So it would, may not be a directly like a force-related thing. There, there's just, just so a, many ways it could go. It is. I mean, and I'm but so excited to see what The implications, if she is alive, are just crazy. The yeah. amount of places they could go with that. I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what the next step would be. <laughs> like know. To think about like if Padme actually survived the birthing process yeah, and stuff yeah. and they just hit her away. Like, yeah. I couldn't but imagine, dude. I'm saying here now... I think she's still dead. I don't think it's her. Mm-hmm. My number one theory is it's it is a handmaiden. I think that'd be mm-hmm. a, a cool way to. Now you could yeah. say, well, wouldn't Darth Vader immediately know that it's yeah? Because like you know they they talk a lot about like um, feeling each other in the Force and that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. maybe I mean, would he know? I I don't really know for sure. Again, like and maybe maybe it's a handmaiden. But again, also, maybe his combination, it's a handmaiden, but Palpatine is making him feel things through the force that he is not actually feeling. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. There's so many questions. I don't know. I, I As much as I would love for he, her to be alive, I don't think they would take that leap. I think I think it's definitely, I think definitely think it's like more of a manipulation. But at the same time, it would be, in my opinion, what would be the point of this manipulation? Why would this big reveal if it wasn't a real person? So... Anyway, so I think that's definitely... Yeah, that, we would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. If, if you guys yeah. have any theories or ideas, please comment on our on our Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, and, I'll make and, a I'll make an official post like saying, yeah. like, what do you guys think about yeah, the Darth Vader issue? Yeah, and so uh, go on there. Let us know your thoughts. There, It's going to be neat to, to figure this stuff out. It's going to be a while, I think, before we get the second issue, so there'll right. be some time to, to talk about it and contemplate it, but... I'm excited to see where it goes. That's for oh, sure. Oh man, I am too. This is gonna be so cool. I mean, seeing Padme after all this time and seeing her yeah. like in 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 the original series, like, oh, that's just that's amazing. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and move on. Um, and we're gonna talk about uh, well, let's get into our Q and A uh, session. All so right. first of all, last week well, we had introduced a Q and A forum. Uh, so each week, the, you know, the good folks following us online on on Facebook and Twitter. 
Um, they can go and, and ask questions. They can bring up topics. And, and thus far, it's been a great success. And first, we just want to thank you guys so much for participating and asking questions. We ask, you know, if, you, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, first of all, we thank you. <laughs> if you haven't quit uh, 30 minutes into yeah. it, <laughs> we, uh, we appreciate it. And um, so, yeah, please, 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 you know, as we do, uh, we're going to be doing more on our Facebook and Twitter. We're going to be doing these Q&A forums every week, but we're also going to have polls. We're going to open up, um, you know, like I so said, what we're going to do today, we're going to have a post where you guys yeah. can answer some questions. So, oh, sorry. And, well, and we're also going to try to end about right at an hour. Um, well, yeah. last last week, we, we didn't do so hot on that. And actually, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was talking to my wife about it, and I said, did you listen to all of the So she goes, well... She said it was kind of long. I was like, oh, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyways, so, she, yeah. she encouraged us to, to make sure we tried to hit our one hour mark. That hurts my feelings. No, I'm just kidding. It hurt my feelings no. too. I cried for a while, but that was okay. <laughs> I got the annulment papers right here. Anyway, um, no. So anyway, so with that that being said, we're going to definitely try to keep a, that regimen. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's just a little difficult when we, we get well, on hey, roll. There's some good topics to talk <laughs> about sometimes, are. you know? So anyway, so we just again want to thank everybody for participating. Um, and uh, to keep the continuity, we're just going to answer three questions every time. Um, so there's a, there's about, I think, five or six. There's six questions this week. Yeah, and we thank you all for those questions, and we will get to them. Absolutely, yeah. And so those of you who are listening to this, if we didn't get to your question, know that we will. What we're planning on doing is every time we, a question comes in, we're going to kind of put it in a queue. Yeah. And so if we don't get it to you, you're the first person to get answered next week. Because right. we, so we don't want to take up too much time. You know, so right. we don't want to get divorced, you know, because, <laughs> you know, his wife. Yeah, exactly. Is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so first question, first question comes from Bry Lichen. And he says, knowing that Palpatine survived. Oh, yeah, so this is a oh. <laughs> spoilers for episode nine, by the way. Well, we kind of already Just said a- that earlier. But we, yeah, well, again, spoilers for episode nine. Uh, throughout this whole Q&A, there might be some spoilers. So just a big spoiler warning. Not here. for episode nine, just in general. Spoilers in general. Spoilers in general for Star Wars as we go into our Q&A. We always want to be able to talk freely about about everything once we get to that. So Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, I hope you didn't just ruin someone's day. Um, yeah, hopefully not. It's been like two months, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so anyway, knowing that Palpatine survived... <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Knowing that Palpatine survived the fall and explosion of the second Death Star, and that there was an entire fleet of planet killer Star Destroyers that that, uh, his own granddaughter had to destroy, did Anakin Skywalker really bring balance to the Force, and how was he... The chosen one. That is a great stinking question. Now we could go real deep into this. This could be probably its own subject. Yeah. And unfortunately, we don't have a whole lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to have to keep it kind of simple. So if you guys want a more in-depth answer, we absolutely can. Um, so, yeah, let's just jump into it. But if you guys want a more in-depth answer or you want this to be a whole episode, tell us. We will make yeah, it Yeah, we this. can make it a main topic sometime. So I'll just go ahead and just throw my idea yeah, out. So go, first go of all... Let's answer the obvious question, or not obvious, but the, the most blatant question is, did he really bring balance to the Force? So yeah. for me, a lot of people have, let me just say this, a lot of people think, you know, he killed the Emperor, so therefore now all there is left, you know, he died, the Emperor died, and now it's just Luke, so now balance is brought to the Force. But look to the very essence and definition of what balance means. Balance means that there cannot be more of one than the other. 
right? If you have a scale, one side cannot be higher than the other. So therefore, when Darth Vader killed uh, the Emperor, right, and he himself died, that just means that there's one Jedi left. So they went from being two Sith and one Jedi to just being one Jedi, but that's not balanced, right? You know, uh, just think about it. If 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 uh, he killed Palpatine, it would not be a true balance. But him dying and leaving one Sith and one uh, Jedi left—that to me really actually is balance. That's, so that's a hard thing to, to you know. To, I I agree with you on what would make sense as balance, right? Having yeah. having one of each, but. I feel like they've made it pretty clear, though, that there's the Force and that the Sith corrupt that and mess up that. Right. So by all that Star Wars has given us, it pretty much tells us that when the Sith is destroyed, that is when the balance is... I realize True. that this doesn't make a whole lot... When you feel you feel like that should right. should have both the light and a dark side together mm-hmm. to, to make balance, mm-hmm. but from... Everything that Star Wars has brought us, except for one instance, and I'll mention that as well, but it, it's that when the dark side is, or when the Sith are defeated, then it, the Force is in balance. Yeah. And so, I personally, based off George, what George Lucas meant for that, yeah. I think, yes, um, they did bring balance to the Force. Mm-hmm. But... And I and I do believe Palpatine died. Mm, yeah. Well, I think I think so too because I think it was his his acolytes. I that, think he that died. Brought they brought him back somehow. We don't know the exact way that happened, but when that happened, mm-hmm. the Force was brought back out of balance. Yeah. And at that point, um, when Ray goes and fights Palpatine, it wasn't just Ray at that point either. It was true. All of the Jedi. Yeah. All of the Jedi against all of the Sith. Right. And so that was no longer a, a battle just between Rey and Palpatine. That right. was a battle between all the Sith, all the Jedi. And yeah. at that point, all the Jedi. And, and, and even in that moment when Rey is is on, on her knees and she's trying to get back up, Anakin says, bring back the balance as I did or something like something, that. Something, yeah. Um, so they still claim that he did bring balance. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a really good question. I don't know. I mean, this would be such a, like, this could be a whole topic, so we don't want to get too far off the horse right. here. But. But, and then, but the only other thing I want to mention is there, the Mortis arc in Clone Wars brought a whole different view of all of that. Yeah. And, and the fact that it did actually talk about needing to balance the son and daughter yeah. And all of those things, which that's a whole nother thing as well. But I do believe that um, that Anakin did bring balance to the force. Mm-hmm. Palpatine came back and then it had to be balanced again. Mm-hmm. As far as the chosen one goes, what's your thoughts on the chosen? That I think is a lot harder to discuss. I think it's a lot harder to talk about. I mean... Obviously, we know there's something very special about Anakin and the fact that he had no father. There was these, he's a literal immaculate conception of the Force. Um, and so, I really don't know. I, I don't know how, you know, if, if the thing is, if he really did bring balance to the Force by killing Palpatine, then yeah, 
I think he was the chosen one. But if he didn't kill Palpatine, then what is the meaning of him being... And also, even even in episode three, um, uh, Mace Windu says, you know, maybe we misinterpreted the... the, the um, the prophecy, you know, maybe we misinterpreted. Maybe he's not the chosen one, and maybe Luke was the chosen one. I don't know. I mean, that's that's a really hard thing to answer. And I think well, that, if if I can interrupt, yeah. the um, so we got the full chosen one prophecy in Master and Apprentice, yeah, from by Claudia Gray, and it, and it says a chosen one shall come, born of no father, and through him will ultimate balance in the Force be restored. So that's the thing. It doesn't necessarily say that he will do it. It says through him. So it could have been through him because of his son. You know, it was because of Anakin that that uh, the force was brought into balance, but it was through his son. That's definitely one way to look at it. And I think yeah. some people do feel like it was more Luke Skywalker, <clears throat> but I think it's still supposed to be Anakin. Right, I, I agree. I, maybe no, I'm just I'm, being I'm traditional, looking, but <laughs> I, I'm the same I think way. it was supposed to be Anakin. Now, you could, I 100% agree that the new the new trilogy it's like well he restores balance and then they just bring him back and then they got to restore balance again that seems kind of yeah you know kind of dumb yeah i don't necessarily disagree yeah. i do think it kind of creates a problem in in the saga that anakin did all that and then it just and that's the problem with bringing palpatine back yeah i love palpatine back, <laughs> but that is the problem with bringing Palpatine. yeah i love back. seeing him but i do think that kind of undermines but we could go thing. so much deeper into so, yeah, that but we, we better, better go ahead yeah. but Bri, thank you for the question it was yeah. a really great question and like i said if those of you who are listening today want to hear more about that subject we have plenty to talk about more so um just let us know so anyway our second question comes from our good friend Noah Aguilar. Um, yes, Noah, thank again, you. Noah. You were the fr- again the sec- the first person two times in a row to ask a question. So we're, yeah, you're the man. You're the man. Noah. Thank it. you. Anyway, so he asks, "What are some of your favorite Star Wars collectibles you both own?" So I'll be the first to just admit I have quite a bit of Star Wars stuff, but it's not necessarily cool like uh, out of the ordinary trinket you know, collectibles, you know, I have, first of all, I have tons and tons of Star Wars clothing, hats, shirts, coats, backpack, I mean, tons of Star Wars stuff. Now, one of the things that I do have that I love are my lightsabers. Um, I have an FX Anakin saber, um, and I I enjoy that. Um, I have the, so so I've had lightsabers like all throughout my life so as i as i grew up i was always buying them so i have the uh the very first like spring-loaded one that was an obi-wan lightsaber um i remember when that first came out because you see you hold the button down flick it flick it and uh but when it first came out spring-loaded that was the coolest thing so i have that one (laughs) yeah and then i have the very first like original um hold down the button and flick darth vader saber um and so that was that, that I, I really cherish those. Those are something I really enjoy. Um, I also have um, like a little plastic holocron that I, I have on my, my shelf. It's pretty cool. Um, so also I have a limited edition uh, Mandalorian T-shirt from Star Wars Celebration and Mandalorian poster for those who went to the uh, the panel, who got into the panel. So for me, that's something really uh, special to me. I love the show. 
Um, it was my first celebration, and and it was really cool because you got selected to be in that panel, and we were able to get that that poster and purchase yeah. that T-shirt. Yeah, and, it was really cool. And, 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 and from the last thing, like the shirt's like one hundred and fifty dollars online or something crazy like that. Yeah, <laughs> so people were selling that stuff. People for really crazy wanted prices. it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and then last but not least, you know, I have Master and Apprentice um, Special Edition or like Limited Edition, whatever I got from. Uh, that was a. Uh, celebration exclusive and it was signed by claudia gray and has that special art so for me that's that's pretty special i really and that's quite the story of how we got those, oh but, man uh, so, like i said we have so many random stories <laughs> yeah. we'd love to tell you guys someday maybe that can be later but you know i'm sure we don't want to bore you with your our crazy stories so but last but not least though someday our my greatest collectible will be the baby yoda statue <laughs> i will have that someday <laughs> it will be on this table and it will be our podcast mascot. Yes. <laughs> so, Andrew, what are your what are your favorite uh, collectibles and stuff you have? So, uh, again, I have a lot of clothes and stuff too, and and I I actually have a lot of the Funko Pops. I got a lot of oh, those, yeah, which too. are Refresh which are yeah. you know they're really neat. I I enjoy having those. Um, you know, there there are a lot of collectibles that I don't have that I really want. Like, there's a couple of like Obi Wan Kenobi um, statues and things that oh, I think would yeah. be really cool to I'd have. Love to get those. Yeah. But I think, and and some people may not consider this to be a collectible, but I'm going to consider it, and it's my favorite, um, is actually just all of my novels. I, yeah. I have, a, I have <laughs> yeah. a, a full bookcase of all of the novels, and I've been collecting them for a long, long time. And, and I have them all in chronological order. Yeah. And so. Surprise um, possession. That, yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I love my bookcase of Star Wars. And I love looking through them and looking at the timeline and making sure everything's right. And I know that's so nerdy, but that's I the truth. I I, I, I mean. love doing it. I enjoy it. <laughs> and so that would probably be my my favorite. Yeah. So, so anyway, Noah, thanks again for the question. So our last one for this week um, comes from Kaylee King, and she asked, "Who is your favorite character from the Star Wars universe, and why?" So I think I can speak for both of us in saying that. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh yes. <laughs> is our absolute favorite character. So I'll Absolutely. just just for a split second talk to, you know, on on my end. You know, I love Obi-Wan for who he is. I love his nobility. Yeah. I love his willingness to sacrifice and mm-hmm. you know, he is one of he is the most pure in my opinion, pure definitions of a Jedi. Oh yeah. Like, you know, if you look at Obi-Wan's life and this, I don't want to get too much into this cuz this is actually yeah. an episode that we want to do sometime in the future talking about the virtues of Kenobi, but one thing you got to look at, this man was never selfish. He he literally sacrificed for every single person, every single time. It was never what he wanted, it was what everybody else wanted. And in the end, when he was an old, decrepit man, you know, who, who, by all means, who by all rights had the right to just relax and just live the rest of his life, he literally jumped right back into the fight when Luke asked him to. And and, and uh, not even, he didn't ask to, he he did it for Luke without even him asking, you know, and jumped back yeah. in and sacrificed his life. So anyway, yeah. that's just... Yeah, well, and the thing with Obi-Wan is he, he, he believed in something. Right. And, and once he believed in that, he never went away from it. He, mm-hmm. he stood fast in that and throughout his entire life and he sacrificed so much for it. He never... He never got to have a family. Mm-hmm. Everyone he loved pretty much died, <laughs> yeah. you know, everything. Or turned against him. Yeah, or, or turned against him, yeah. all those things. I mean, he he lived a, a tough life. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. yet he was always a positive character. Yeah. He, he And he was a hero. And lest we forget, he's probably one of the funnier characters too, especially yeah. like in Clone Wars. Some right. of the things he says is yeah. so funny. His quips. He, he was a hero. And he, he was. 
and you know and he believed in something and i think that's that's just important and so yeah so, i love him so um you know i thought that was kind of cheap you know that we because we've been talking about we won the past couple episodes so yeah so we wanted to do a second character. so we wanted yeah. to do a second character and we was kind of preliminary going over <laughs> our notes and uh i should have said it i would love to have gotten this on live but uh I'm like, so anyway, yeah, Obi-Wan obviously is both of our figures. Yep, yep, yep. So um, I did pick a second one. Did you? Yep. Uh, so for me, I think I think I might talk about, you know, it's kind of generic, but I think Vader's my favorite one. And Andrew's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> me too. <I'm> like, <laughs> So I, there you go, folks. Our second favorite is Darth Vader. <laughs> and and honestly, I we, we, we got to cut on time, but, but basically I just love Vader because how kick butt he is. Like, dude, this, he's yeah. so powerful and menacing and and again he's you know some people have problems with anakin but i think he has such an interesting story oh yeah and and just like to see his character what he goes through and what he uh you know it's it's just so funny because he's he's everything that obi-wan isn't that's exactly what i was about to say and they're they're so they're so different and yet Mm -hmm. they kind of they came from the same place in a sense so in 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 that's thing like i that's something again i I would like to talk about as like a main topic some point is how like obi-wan was complete selflessness Mm -hmm. and anakin was complete selfishness right and that's a whole topic we can talk about but you know what we want to thank everybody for uh participating in our Q&A forum this week. If you're, we didn't get your question, I'm so sorry. Um, but we, you will be the first pe- people we answer on next episode. We're just trying to keep that that three questions to save on time. Yeah. But Andrew, if you can, lead us yeah. off this. So we want to thank morning. you all for listening. If you haven't already, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Leave us a comment and let us know what you enjoyed about the show. We would love to hear any questions you guys have as well. And keep an eye out for another Q&A post this week, as well as some polls on our social media. And please give us a nice review. <laughs> and, you know, go share it. <laughs> Go ahead and share us with your friends and family while you're at it. But until next time, may the Force be with you. And thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.